0: have my notes on my little phone. (laughs) Hi guys. Um, There's lots of new faces here. Um, So I guess I'll explain myself a little bit (laughs) before I start talking. Um, I'm growing up here in this church um, and just recently, or not recently, it was last August I left for um, Argentina and I was there for 10 months. Um, And I'll kind of just explain just an overview of what I was doing there um, for that long. I was with an organization called OM, and there were about eight of us or nine of us at the the height of how many people were there, and then people kind of came in and out, because it's, um, people come for custom amounts of times, um, and so my main job, uh, was working in an orphanage, um, it's amazing, you guys are gonna love it, and, <laughs> um, so I worked in the orphanage, um, three days a week, um, my whole time there, and then we also did a lot of ministries with English, because people are really eager to learn, learn English there, um, so we did an English um, speaking ministry on Friday nights, and then I was also able to um, teach in an English institute um, toward the, the end of my time there, so, like, the last three months I was teaching there. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, we, we also had sports ministries for kids in our church. For kids around the area, but I wasn't so much involved in that, more with the orphanage and the English ministries. Um, so that was just an overview of what I did. Um, and today is very fitting. Um, <laughs> I'll be talking about um, two things. Um, love is the first. And then um, just surrender and surrendering, surrendering to, um, to God's plan for our lives. And not even the plan, just each step that we take. Being in submission to what, what he wants for us. Um, so, and sh- share some stories along the way of, of my time. So, uh, I don't really know how to start this. Um, um, while I was there, I, I was worried about coming back because. <laughs> Um, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you're you're going on a mission, and you're going for 10 months, like, wow, like, lots of people must have been saved, like, it must have been a big deal, like, how many people, hundreds, two hundreds, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, because it wasn't that way, it was just my everyday life, like, it wasn't a crusade, it was me um, living there, um, not knowing the language (laughs) in the beginning, um, and so, it was hard. I had to make relationships, I had to build those relationships, and that was my ministry. Um, and so I have just a few separate stories, like I had just mentioned about the English Institute, and this is this kind of has to go along with surrender, um, not surrender, but just knowing that wherever you are, God is with you, <laughs> and he knows he knows who you're going to meet before you meet them and It's just a crazy thing, but it's also um, an assuring thing, because um, I was talking to my aunt the other day about just decisions in my life that I'm having to make right now, and she was like, well, you know, she was like, God is like a GPS, (laughs) and I never heard it that way, but um, she was like, you know, it tells you to go a certain way, and you go that way, and then you take a turn. That's not the turn it wants you to take, and then it tells you, oh, redirecting, and it it puts you back <laughs> to where you're trying to go, but that you, you took a little turn off. And so, um, you know, even if we miss the first time, <laughs> he's there to back us up and to put us back to the right place to meet the people that he knew we were going to meet before, before we even knew it was going to happen. Um, so that goes along with the story. And um, we were passing out flyers for the English ministry that we did each Friday, like my organization. And we were going around to, like, the local institutes in town. Because uh, there's a lot of institutes that are just solely to, to um, teach English to people. And they pay extra just for tutoring. Um, and so I went up, uh, me and my teammate Marina from Holland. And she, uh, her English is good. But uh, she, <laughs> I don't know, she, <laughs> she just is uh, kind of shy, like, talking to people. And so we went upstairs and started talking to the the director. The director was there that day. um, And we were kind of telling her, oh, you know, you guys are welcome. Your students are welcome to come to this uh, ministry that we have. It's free. They don't have to pay anything. They can just practice their English. We're not trying to take them away. We're just trying to help them. It's just like a practice. And she said she was really open to it. And a lot of other people were not open at all because they thought that we were trying to steal their students. Um, (laughs) But we, we weren't. It wasn't like we were teaching. We were just... Um, it was just for extra practice. But she took it very well um, and was saying, Oh, you know, that's amazing. Like, thank you so much for coming, and we'll definitely pass those out um, the flyers that we were giving. Um, and then she said, Well, wow, like, we haven't had an Eng- like a native speaker here in such a long time, and it's such a good thing for our students to hear a native speaker, and too bad. And I told her about who I was with, I was with an organization, and she goes, so you can't, like, you can't take a job, like, I can't pay you, (laughs) like, she was offering me a job, and I said, well, no, like, I can't, like, I can't take money, but I would love to volunteer, and she, she was, like, just looked at me, like, I was crazy, like, so you would want to work here, but you don't want money, like, (laughs) you don't want me to pay you, and I was, like, yeah, like, you know, I would love that, like, I love, you know, high school kids, and, because that's who it was and younger than that but um she kind of just looked at me like I was crazy and then I thought okay that's maybe a normal response but then her she just started tearing up and was like she was just like well thank you so much like that's such a help to me and to the kids like I'm sure they'll love it and um she we got to know each other a little bit um And I told her a little bit, you know, about why I was here, but I never shared, you know, the gospel with her. Um, But each time, I mean, I told my parents (laughs) about it, but every time I would come home um, from these classes, we would have a conversation, and each time she would almost be in tears, (laughs) just thanking me and saying, you know, I just don't know what it is. Like, you just, you just, like, brighten this place and um, just lots of things. And I just was, like, in shock because I was, like, not in shock, I knew, I knew what it was, but when people say, like, say that stuff to you, you're like, well, I'm not anything special, like, I just came, and I did this, and so that's when you know that it's God through you, and, um, you know, she didn't expect that, and some people, I mean, the people in Argentina are very loving and warm, but they don't really go out of their way to, like, help you do something, like, uh, just, like, in a big city mentality kind of thing, and so she was just shocked that, I came, and I just gave them my time, um, and so, and I was also able to share the gospel, like, uh, four times in the classes, um, which was amazing. <laughs> it was an amazing opportunity, because uh, that's not what I went for. I just went to, well, obviously, that's what I went for <laughs> in in retrospect, but I wasn't planning on, you know, I got to get this out. It was just God, you know, <laughs> like I said, setting up divine appointments for us all the time to be able to share him with other people. Um, so, yeah, that's my that's my first example <laughs> of just how um, Tatum, I mean, said it and in the song, We Were Made for Love. Like, preaching is amazing, and um, people need to know about God and hear about God. But the thing is... Um, people don't need that. People need to see your love, and they see that love, and they see God's love through you, and it's just, I just want that to be an encouragement to you guys, because I went to Argentina for 10 months, but everything that I did there, I could have done here with people in this church, with people outside the doors, um, I don't want to discourage you from going on missions. It's an awesome experience. I want you guys to do whatever God tells you to do, um, And if that's to go somewhere, great. But if it's to stay here and to show people love, that's what it's all about. Because I didn't do anything special besides listening to what I thought God wanted me to do. Um, But the lesson I've learned in all of it is that once I'm back here, I mean, I've only been back for two weeks, and it's been like a whirlwind. But um, it's just to know that because I'm here, I'm not not a missionary anymore. (laughs) You're a missionary every day. Um, and people see that, and people, if you have a purpose, you, people can tell that about you, that you're always looking for opportunities to just pour out God's love that he's given to you to other people, and they don't have to know that you're a Christian, they don't have to know God, but they will through that, through that example. Um, so let me look on my little screen here. Okay, um, this is another example um, there was this girl that, so I lived. I wish I had pictures to show you, it would be better, but <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, thanks. Um, there was this girl that lived on our street. I lived in an apartment, well, the last part of my trip, I lived in an apartment that was on a major like shopping street um, in my city or town area. And so, you just, and people just walk. No one drives cars. (laughs) You take a bus or you walk. So I walked a lot while I was there. Um, But we were walking, me and my roommate, Mary, were just walking along the street, shopping. And we went into this um, clothing store. Hold on. Okay, we went into this clothing store. And I was looking for boots. And I found them, and she was was helping me look for them. Um, And obviously, we were known, like, all over that street because we're blonde, and people would talk to us, and I I speak, you know, better Spanish now, but my accent is not, like, their accent. And so we were foreign, and people knew it. (laughs) So she was, like, Tutti is her name. Her name is Alejandra, but they call her Tutti, so that's her name. Um, and we met her and she was kind of like, well, where are you from? Like, you're not from here, are you? I was like, no, no. And I was talking to her and she spoke a little English and she was like, oh, you know, and we told her what we were doing. She's like, I would love to like learn English, you know? And I was like, well, great. Cause we have a ministry on Friday night and you can come. She goes, oh no, no, no. I can't come on Friday. Like I have to work at that time. And we were like, oh, okay, well, and then I just said, well, I could just, you know meet you during the week like twice a week and I can just tutor you by myself I was like I'm not a teacher but I could just we could talk because her English she was talking is just broken and not so great um, so she said really like you just want to meet with me I was like yeah like that'd be fine and so we started meeting during the week and she also met with my other roommate Mary um, and she became really good friends with us and she was n- not a Christian Um, And kind of was, like, one of the people that she's, like, she said she was spiritual, but she believes in all these things, and God is in every place and thing. And so that was her kind of view on it, um, which is fine. And we loved her. (laughs) Anyways, um, but so she started coming around, and she kind of realized, like, what our life was all about. We were, like, a bunch of missionary girls living in an apartment, going to church. You know, we were sp- we had to go to church. <laughs> I wanted to go to church, but um, she's like, "Wow, you guys go to church a lot, like, you know, twice and three times." And we're like, yeah. Um, and so we were just able to talk to her, and we never—I never, maybe Mary did, but I never flat out was like, "Well, I believe in Jesus, and this is what I want you to believe." Kind of situation. We never really talked about it. Um, we just kind of built a friendship up and a trust. And right before I left, she wrote me a letter, and lots of people, you know, wrote letters before I left. And she wrote a letter, and she came over. She stayed the night the night before I left to come back here. And um, in this letter, she said, you know, a lot of a lot of things. But she just said, I just want to thank you for the time that you were in my life and the time that we were friends. Um, it was only two months, but you filled me with a hope that I haven't had, um, like your friendship, and I never felt judged by you, um, and I just felt, like, at peace with you all the time, and, like, I love being in your apartment, (laughs) because I just feel so safe, and I don't know how to explain it. She didn't know how to explain it, (laughs) Um, and I didn't either. I was like, well, I knew how to explain it, but I just didn't. It just, God just amazed me, like, all throughout my time, because... I mean, who says that now? Like, you know, my best friend Lauren, she's going to be like, oh, I just feel so safe with you, you know? <laughs> like, she's like, she's just my friend, you know? But um, so that's just how I know that that this is powerful. Love is powerful, and it doesn't matter, like you said, the language. Um, you know, that's actually a help when you don't know the language because then they just have to see your spirit and your emotions, and um, it's a deeper connection when you just can't just fill the air with words all the time, <laughs> I think. Um, and so, anyways, that was another another testimony. And then lastly, I'm going to talk about Maria. And I get emotional when I talk about Maria. Um, if you don't know about her, we've been praying for her as a church um, for a while. Um, and she is a girl in the children's home. She is 17 now. Her birthday is in February. Um, she was, she was taken away from her real parents when she was four years old, um, because her mom, I think, was 16 when she had her, and her dad wasn't there, an alcoholic, and so she got taken away and adopted, um, into a new family, um, at five, and when she was adopted into this new family, um, her parents were both verbally and physically abusive to her, um. But then her dad, her grandfather, and her uncle all sexually abused her all, all through her life. So from five to when she got taken to the children's home. Um, so needless to say, she's been through a lot in her uh, young life. So I met her, obviously, when I first got there in August. And like I said, I didn't speak very well. And they speak crazy fast, and if they're kids, they speak even faster and jumbled, and and they're a little, like, they're not speaking clearly, (laughs) and so it was very hard to understand her and the rest of them, Um, but that's why I'm thankful I was there for 10 months, because um, toward, I think, maybe, like, the fifth or sixth month, I was really getting it and understanding everything that they said and being able to talk to them back, Um, so, yep. God's, God's plan again, <laughs> in action, working. Um, so, toward toward the last four or five months, um, we started to get really close. And I they let me take her out, which was another blessing, because I they told us that they'd never done that with any workers that come, like volunteer workers, to let the kids just leave with them. Um, but we would go out like once or twice a week, just I would take her to McDonald's, or we would go walking, or... And then towards the end, she stayed at my apartment for the weekend, um, so we were we were very close. Um, but toward it was like the last three months when I started learning more about her life and just you know saying hi to her <laughs> when I didn't really really know her too well. Um, I, I started learning that she um, was cutting herself. Um, well, the first time I noticed it was we had like a a girls' day where I brought all of my makeup and my blow dryer, my straightener, my curling iron, and we went upstairs, and we just did all the girls and nails, and um, that was a fun day, (laughs) Um, but while I was doing her hair, I was curling her hair or something, I put it up to, you know, do something, and I saw, like, three deep cuts, like, on her neck, and that's the first time I'd ever seen anything, I was like, okay, (laughs) like, um, I didn't obviously say anything, and then later, she would have bandages every day that I'd come, she'd have another bandage from, for covering up another thing, and um, I never talked to her directly about it. First of all, because they don't want us talking about issues with them, because they have psychiatrists that come on a weekly basis and do that, professionals, and not you know someone that's just there to volunteer. And so I never really talked to her about it then. Um, but eventually, um, I I already asked you to start praying for it then because one night it had. I came back the next day, and she wasn't there. Like, she wasn't where she normally is, like, because we have a time where all the kids come out, and we play and do their homework, and she wasn't there, and she was kind of, like, quarantined in um, another, like, small home, like, in the children's home, and being, like, on 24-hour watch. And I was, like, I asked um, one of the ladies that works there, like, permanently. I said, what's, you know, like, what's going on with her? and And she said... Well, last night, she cut herself again, but she tried to, she tried to take her life last night, and, uh, um, so anyways, that was hard to deal with, um, just because I was scared every time I'd come back that she wouldn't be there, like, wouldn't be there, like, on this earth, or, like, be moved somewhere else, I was just scared of a lot of things, and so, That was a really hard time for me. um, But anyways, that was the first day, and and that kind of went on for a while, and then they were talking about whether to move her to a place where she could get better care, like, um, mentally. Um, And so they they moved her to another place um, in a city called La Plata that was, like, an hour away from where I lived, and so it was, like, an hour train ride. And they moved her there, and she was really upset about leaving um because sh- i mean she didn't like it there but then she really didn't like it in the place she got moved to because she was with three other girls and those girls were actually i don't know how to put this like delicately but they had actual problems like they weren't coherent like they couldn't have a conversation with you and she was just having like issues like emotional issues and they were kind of on a different level and so she had no one to talk to and one of the girls would like wake up in fits and like start hitting her and just because she was in another place and so it wasn't a good a you know it on the outside it looked like it was not a good time in her life um so anyways this is another miracle i think is that they they gave me permission to take her away from that place for a weekend and that place is like it's like 24 hour watch like they don't just let her go somewhere and it was like two weeks before I was leaving and I said I really want her you know (laughs) like if there's any way I can take her again like please let me Um, and I went to visit her there a couple times just for the day and then I would leave but um, they said yeah no problem like well it was no problem they had to call the children's home that I work at and get a reference on me and is she okay to go with her and this and that and they gave permission and so she came home with me That weekend, and it was her, I, um, my roommate Mary, and two other little girls that we took. We took girls to our house every weekend just to get out of the children's home because they don't get to leave very much and just, yeah, love on (laughs) them. And so that weekend, we had the three of them, and she, we were just, we were in McDonald's um, in the city, and we were just having a conversation, and my roommate Mary was like, Oh, you know, we've missed you so much and we're so glad that you're with us today and she goes she calls us Tias um which means aunt and so everyone just calls you Tia, Tia and that's just your name. <laughs> it's like mom. <laughs> um and so she was like me too Tia. She's like I just love you guys so much and I think I'm so thankful. And she goes I think I thank God for you guys, which was a weird statement because and I should have told you this before but My roommate Mary, the girl that was with me that day, had a conversation with her when she first got there, which was in January. And Maria was asking Mary, she was like, well, why are you here? Like, you know, I don't, like, what are you doing here? She's like, you know, well, I think that God, you know, called me to come here and to do this and that. And Maria was like, okay. And she was like, well, I don't believe in God. And she's like, because if I did, I would hate him. She was like, because what has he done for me? Like, look at where I've, you know, just saying all the stuff she's gone through. And if if he does exist, I don't want anything to do with him. And so that was her view in January. And so this was in June, saying, I just thank God that you guys are here and whatever. And we were just like, okay, that was nice. And we just kept listening to her. And then she goes, you know, it's a really funny thing Um or a weird thing, she goes, she's like, when I was in the old children's home, you know, I was really down, and I felt completely alone, and that's why I, like, cut myself, because I didn't know, like, what else to do, um, and she's like, but when I, when I got moved to the, to the new home, like, I didn't have anyone, like, there were, I couldn't talk to anyone, you guys weren't there anymore, like, I should have felt, like, completely alone, but I didn't, and she was like, I felt God with me, and I felt peace, and, Me and Mary were, like, bawling (laughs) in McDonald's, um, just, like, in awe, like. And so, that's just a testament to loving someone. Just love somebody. You don't have to preach to them. You don't have to tell them this is wrong and this is right. You just have to be there. Um, You just have to be there and, and be constant and, I mean, I dealt with a little guilt about, like, leaving, but I'm I'm not doing that <laughs> anymore. Because um, I know that I was there for a purpose in her life at a certain time. And hopefully, you know, what happened with her life continues and just grows from here, and it doesn't regress. And so um, that was my story about Maria. Um, I think that if you guys were to ask me, you know, like, what was the most... What do you think you got out of this trip? Like I would say that if I went all the way to Argentina for any reason, it was to meet her. And I'm not saying I changed her life, God changed her life, but He used me as an instrument to do that. And so that's why I just wanna encourage you guys and tell you that surrender is so important. 'Cause a lot of people thought I was crazy <laughs> when I said I was going to Argentina and I kinda thought I was too. Like, is this like what is happening? Like, am I supposed to go here? But it's like, it's not crazy. It's it's so you can meet Maria's, <laughs> so that you can meet Tooties. And so that you can change change lives through through his love. Um And I just want to thank you, really, from the bottom of my heart, because you guys did this, too. You sent me there. Um, I couldn't have gone without you guys, and so you changed Maria's life (laughs) and Tootie's life and all the kids in the children's home. Um, So I just want to thank you, and I thank you for your surrender, because I know that giving of your finances is a hard thing to do, and you guys did that. And I'm very thankful and I feel blessed to have such a great family here that um, supported me and prayed for the people that were important to me there. So um, I think that about sums up my talk. But thank you guys very much.
1: Hallelujah. Well, we welcome her back. Amen. She's going to be here for a couple of more weeks and then she's going to be transitioning to Virginia where she's going to go to law school. So there's going to be some transition there and Chris and Jackie, they're like, yeah, here we go again. So just stretch your hands towards the altar, would you? Father, first of all, we just thank you for Danny. We thank you for her heart, her willingness to go. And Lord, uh, I thank you for those that uh, participated in sending her. And I also thank you for Maria, and for Tutti and those children that have been impacted by her love, and we just thank you for this woman of God. We bless her, and we just ask you to continue to pour your grace upon her life in Jesus' name. And everybody said, "Amen." Maybe as we, uh, as we, as we dismiss, um, you guys can can visit with Danny out there. I'd like to try to get the the video. Uh, Deal she put together see if we could get that loaded on our website and we'll let you know we'll send that out to you So why don't you stand to your feet today? I want to I want to challenge you with something today. I want to leave you with something Whoo, God is good. He is good Can you impact your community? Can you impact those that are around you? You know, she may have had to go to Argentina, but how many of you know there's people in Fort Supply? And there's people in Woodward, there's people in Laverne and Buffalo, there's people in Moreland. There's people in every area in which you guys are part of that I believe that there is the Maria's and the Tutis that are out there. And just go and love them. Love them unconditionally. Love them in a way that um that you will watch things change in their lives. Can we do that? So we just let me just pray for you. Father, we just first of all we just bless. Every person that's here today, those that are watching us via internet, we thank you for them, and, and we just ask your blessings just to pour out upon them. God, we're asking for and praying for encounters. We want to encounter your love. We want to encounter your goodness. And, Father, we thank you that we are not going to be focused on things that we don't have, but we're going to be focused on things that we do, and we're going to be focused on you. So, Father, we're just asking. I ask to give dreams, visions. I ask you to give encounters of your love. I ask you to just encounter your men and women. I ask you for those, that anybody here today that doesn't know you, doesn't have a personal relationship with you, that right now, today, they can encounter that you love them so much. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life in the arms of a loving God, a father that loves them. So, Father, I'm praying for strength. I'm praying for wisdom. I'm praying for revelation. And most of all, I'm praying for multiple encounters of you throughout the days ahead for your people here. We we say that they are sons and daughters of the Most High God. And we just ask you to continue to provide and protect them. Give them peace. I declare shalom, shalom over your lives today. Let the wholeness of God Just overtake your entire being. Go and find the Marias that are out there. Ask the Lord for the connections. Look to see where those connections are, and he will show those to you and begin to make a difference in the world today. In Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. Can we give God some praise in the house before you go? We bless you today. If you need prayer this morning, we want to pray for you today. You're dismissed. We do have people that will pray for you today. If you want to give your life to Christ today, come on up, and we'll uh, be glad to help you facilitate that. God bless you. Have a wonderful afternoon in the Lord.